the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along. It's the uh, the first full week of shows for the entire year. Kathy, you ready? I'm excited about it. Me too. There's so much ahead to talk about. Yeah. So many great guests. I don't feel like I can jam it all in. Last week we were kind of slackers like with everybody else. We had just a three-day week what? last week. Speak for yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> You felt it the same as I did. I don't think I did. No, when we left here on Friday, I said, boy, that was a pretty fast week. And you were like, yeah, I wish I could do that every week. Now, come on. Okay. Why is that slacker? That's just common sense. No, no. no I'm no. just saying, you okay. know, we didn't give the full effort. There were two days I, missing last I week. I gave full effort, John, on the days I was here. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> oh, okay. that's wrong. Very nice. My question for you, John, uh-huh. to start off this week is about your clothing. <laughs> What about my clothing? Uh, there's a well, dress policy here at the station. Your clothing has been discussed several times on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New, new Mike, am I lying? That's why we have the John Hall fashion rules. Mm-hmm. Well, because everyone who lives has their own fashion rules, whether they know it or not. I don't really. Of course. Everyone has a fashion rule. Nobody has. Have... Mike, you have fashion rules? Absolutely not. Yes, okay. you do. Mike, you whether do. you know yes, it or not. Yes, you do have fashion I rules. I don't, I don't yes, know. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You favor... Um, Thank you. Hey, a little late coming there, but <laughs> I mean, it's fashionably late. She... <laughs> Thank goodness. Okay, but we're Catch talking. About, we're talking about your personal fashion rules right now, Mike. Okay, so your personal fashion rules, from my perspective, are the fact that you favor a slim fit pant, mm-hmm. yes, and a plaid shirt, untucked, untucked, yes. yes. I love often, the untucked. Yeah. Often with. Like a different color T-shirt that you might see at the bottom of the plaid shirt, just to give a yeah. little bit of a little yeah. splotch of color, a little a ring of color. Yeah, I mean, am I, did I do a good job assessing? I think you nailed it. Thank you. That's Mike's so fashion you, rules. You do have fashion rules. Yeah, very nice. Uh, do you have fashion rules well, yourself? Cur- <laughs> currently, based on uh, what I'm doing right now, um, I seem to be spending a lot of time in my Nike Airs. Yeah, my uh, yoga pants, and usually a long sweatshirt, mm-hmm. which is extolling the virtues of either the Steelers or the Penguins. Yeah. But lately, we both enjoy turtlenecks. A little sunny in here. <laughs> All of a sudden, the sun came out. I'm yeah. like blinded here at Very 7 nice. Parkway Center. Uh, I thought of you today, John, in reading an article in the Wall Street Journal by mm-hmm. Jacob Gallagher called The Case for Buying Less Clothing. Oh, very okay. nice. Hi, I'm John Hall. These are fashion rules for you and me and Wells. He writes, if any man reading this wants a down jacket, just email me. I have four. Really? I discovered this when I found a forgotten L.L. Bean puffer smushed in the nether regions of my closet. Why, you might ask? Did I buy a jacket I didn't need? The eternal reason. Because it was on sale. Mm. Last February, I, I wandered into an L.L. Bean in suburban Maryland to kill some time before dinner with zero intention of buying anything. Then I stumbled on a deal. It felt too good to pass up. And just like that, I was down 75 bucks and pointlessly up 
a down coat. Really? Okay, so what he's saying is his enthusiasm for buying things on sale or secondhand. I mean, he, he doesn't, he's not apparently, I don't know Jacob Gallagher, but he's not the kind of guy who goes and like blows a ton of money on expensive clothes, but he buys stuff that he thinks is going to be cheap that he's going to wear. And now his closet is impossibly packed right. with crap. I went through a phase just exactly like that. And this year I eradicated myself of that phase. Tell me. Well, a couple, you know, from I did like, not know this. Well, yeah. No, you know this. For about three years, my kid worked down in Lawrenceville and he didn't have a driver's license. So every Saturday morning I drove him down to Lawrenceville. Well, I was there. I stopped over at the Goodwill in Lawrenceville and the Thriftique in Lawrenceville. <laughs> you know is, Thriftique. Oh, well, that's a whole other story. No. So I would make a visit every Saturday to, to the Goodwill and the Thriftique. I have so many junky clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, T-shirts with stay. I thought, oh, I need to have that. That looks <laughs> I had like th- stuff that I never was going to wear. Because it was a good price and you thought, oh, yeah, I, I could probably use another white shirt. Exactly. And so this year I pulled up, you know, all that stuff. I'm like, when you when you did the seasonal change? Yeah, I did my change. You know, I put my. Do you do this? You put your stuff in a, a tub, right? No, I don't put my stuff. Oh, in I put tub. my stuff in a tub and then I put it in storage. You mean the bathtub? No, no, like a big plastic, like a tote. Oh, a tote. Oh, no, right. not a tote. I don't know if I know. call it a tub. I call it like a box. It's a big plastic. Does tub. it have a lid or on a, it or a bin? Yeah, yeah. that's a, a tote. A tote. I call it a bin. I call it a tub. <laughs> <laughs> a tote, a tub, a bin. You know what I mean. Moving so, on. Okay, so spring to, you know, sp- summer clothes to winter clothes. Got it. Make the transition. Open that thing up. It always kind of feels like Christmas morning. And I go, oh, I remember. I opened that thing up. I was like, these are disgusting, horrible clothes. So I got rid of 99% of them and felt good about it. And you gave them back to the Goodwill from whence they came? I did. Okay. It felt even better. All right. I like it. Okay. Back to the Wall Street Journal article. But well, we do digress. There seems to be more clothing for men than ever before, says Ayako Homa, hmm. a senior consultant at market research provider Euromonitor International. We're collectively, and by we, she's saying men, we're collectively buying more, yet are continually confronted with the dilemma of what to wear because these teeming closets lack organization Mm. the solution winnow down our existing wardrobes then buy less and with more clarity very nice how do you feel about that i feel great about it because i know i'm doing a good job because when it comes time for me to do my laundry Mm -hmm. i've got a like a laundry basket of maybe 10 or 12 things max that i'm wearing on a regular basis right and, and so, nope. and so, you don't need all of that other ancillary garbage. I don't think I do. Okay, but which someone else could wear if per, you would just give it away? Maybe. I mean, you know, there's so much. Cl- there's Did you so- toss some of your stuff? Occasionally, I do, and then I feel bad about it. But I do. I just kind of because you, know, you don't think anyone wants exactly. That. Nobody even you know. No, I'm just going to get the, just get rid of it. Okay, so here's the philosophy here: buying less in the first place is more sustainable. Okay, and Apparently, and here's here's where the the uh, the financial strategy comes in is that if you pay more for something nice, then you won't go and buy four things that are dumb that's that you're exactly never going to wear. Do you do you think that that wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice, to, like you know, to have like six cashmere sweaters? 
and they just felt great all the I time. I don't like cashmere. I, like I think the, it's totally overrated. I like the feel of it. Like it's it so soft. No. You don't like cashmere? No, it makes me itchy. No, no. Yeah, it does. If I had like, you know, six no cashmere way. turtlenecks no, or, like you it. know, something like that, I'd be very happy. Okay, so you... <laughs> like me. My happiness depends upon cashmere. Okay. I got, I got nothing. I am John Hall Fashion Rules. Mike, if you were going to buy a couple staples, clothing-wise, do you know what they'd be? More plaid. Look at them. Look I- at them. Yeah, probably more plaid. Mm-hmm. The man likes plaid. I'm not. I mean, I'm not like Al Borland, like Who's, wearing plaid all the time. Like Tim, from uh, you know, from Home Improvement. Mike, I you wear plaid four out of five days. Dude. No, I don't. Yes, you I, do. I have untucked shirts. Mm-hmm. They're plaid. No, no, they're not. <laughs> they no, they're not. I love you, but you wear. That's your dig. I love. You it. know what it is? Huh. I love it, it. When I was a youth pastor, that was like the youth pastor uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Plaid. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with that. I don't right. know. Okay. You anyway. tell me you're wearing it. Okay. <laughs> it's comfortable. Okay, I got to tell you this. Tell me, Kath. I want to know a couple things that are in your closet that you would not give away, <laughs> like things that are staples that are important to oh, yeah. you, okay, and how you dress that you would never, you love so much. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> that coat of his. I have my coat. We, I wear this coat. we see that coat a lot. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even care. Are you tired of that coat? No. Mike? What are you tired of? No, no, listen. Of it? It's a good coat. It is. I'm fine with it. It's a good coat. It's heavy duty. And, put the collar up. Right. And and you, it's something that you wear most days. Am I making that up? What are you laughing Because <laughs> you look like an inmate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I look like an inmate. You do. I, I'm wearing it. I don't even care. That is awesome. Oh, my God. Which gosh. I don't blame you because it's always freezing in, exactly. freezing in these studios. I love that. Thank you, Mike. Um, a staple from your closet, Mike, that you would not give up. A uh, Penn's jersey. Oh. Uh, Penn's a Clemente jersey. jersey. Oh. oh, you got a Clemente jersey? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A plaid shirt. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I have a, uh, a a really old cardigan that my pappy used to wear. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. That's yeah. very nice. It's really soft. That's and I will never nice. give it away. Yeah. How about you, Kath? What are you wearing? Um, I got to be honest. I have three pairs of uh, the name or boyfriend jeans from The Loft. That are the best jeans I've ever had in my whole life. Wait, wait, wait. What are boyfriend jeans? They're like, they're the kind of jeans that you would borrow from your boyfriends. They're a little roomier. But you have a husband. I know, I do. But <laughs> it's not like I'm disqualified okay. from buying these. Anyway, um, I love them so much that I have uh, I have them in several colors, and I just can't do without them. Hmm. I love them that much. Boyfriend jeans. Yeah. So my boyfriend jeans would be very important. Next to me. time you wear them, flag them. I will. I will. Tell me I sure will. I mean, I'll show them to you and you'll be like, oh, you wear those all the time. And okay. I'll be like, that's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my flip flops for the summer. Oh, yeah. Because I wear those. Sure, sure, sure. I wear those all the time. Um, and I think I would have to say my very expensive uh, black suede pumps from White House Black Market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Which are very comfortable and they ought to be for how much I paid for them. Mm-hmm. But again, that's an example of, of I paid a lot for a pair of shoes. And you love them. And I love them and I wear them all the time. So instead of going to you know Marshalls and buying four <laughs> pairs of shoes that I'm probably never going to wear, it's right. probably a better idea to just get one pair right. that work. I was thinking about this, mentioning good shoes. Um, I needed a pair of shoes uh, resold. My shoemaker went out of business, I don't know, maybe two years ago. And so I had to go shopping for a new you know, sort of cobbler. Cobbler. There are not many cobblers. It's hard to What's going to happen? What's going to happen? I don't know, but I feel really good about my cobbler. Do you? I feel good about that I know where he is, that he's the same one I've used for a long time. Is There's he an older a, man? He, you know what? I feel he's always in the back. I'm really you not sure. You never see him? I'm not sure because there are other people that work in the store. 
And so it's not just a cobbler shop. It's also a shoe store and they sell clothing. This is in the uh, North Hills on Three Degree Road. Really? Yeah, I think it's called North Way Shoe Repair or something oh, like that. Oh, I, that used to be in the mall, yes, didn't it? Yes, and they moved. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. So, so they're still a, there and they're going wait, strong. So you, there's an unknown cobbler. You've never laid eyes on the man? I've never laid eyes like on a, the man. Like he's like the Keebler elf, right? <laughs> kind I'm, of, except I have laid eyes on the Keebler elf. Yeah, of course elf. you have. You had a, really, you've never laid eyes on this no, guy? No, I feel. I'm, now that you keep bringing it up, I feel bad. Mm, yeah, you should stop by and give him a. Well, I don't want to invade his privacy. Maybe he's an introvert. He doesn't want to meet me. Maybe so. Well, he's behind a wall. Is that on Babcock Boulevard? Yeah, it's like on three degree, like right as it comes into McKnight Road. Yeah. Well, I mean, I fear for that because, you know, when they, people talk about, you know, the trades. No one's in the trades. I mean, that's like, the you know, the fringe of the trades. It is. Isn't it? It is. Do you get your shoes resold, Mike? No. See, that's something it's, well, that, it's yeah. You just throw them away. Just, yeah. Right? Or I fix them myself. <laughs> I do. I get my wife's hot glue gun. In fact, look at this. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is instantly my, degenerated. My soul. I can't possibly. Soul. Do it. My shoe is is coming undone. We're going to ask about the soul of Greg Clugston's shoe. He's coming up next. SRN News White House correspondent. We'll talk about this week in the nation's capital. WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. We are then given a life to live and we are builders on this foundation. And how you build will determine what happens at the end of your time on earth when you stand before God. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Cram. PowerPoint tonight at 930 on 101.5 WORD. Proverbs 17.22 tells us that laughter doeth like good medicine. It's true. Science has discovered that when a person laughs, their body actually releases endorphins into the bloodstream. These tiny hormones actually increase the body's ability to heal. So here's a question. When was the last time you had a good laugh with your spouse? I mean a really good belly laugh. Hi, we're Jay and Laura LaFoon, and we'd like to invite you to our ultimate date night, where you'll spend 90 minutes with your spouse laughing like you haven't laughed in years. Since 1996, we've been traveling the country using our unique style of marriage edutainment to seamlessly combine humor and biblical truth. So join us and have a great laugh with your spouse. Word FM presents The Ultimate Date Night with Jay and Laura LaFoon Friday, February 1st at Christ Church at Grove Farm. Tickets just $48 a pair. Special VIP package including dinner also available. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash date night. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. 
Protecting data across modern decentralized networks presents challenges that traditional backup solutions can't handle. At best, you'll waste time and money managing multiple solutions. At worst, gaps in coverage will leave your data vulnerable. Barracuda Backup is a single cloud-integrated solution that simplifies the backup process and allows data replication to anywhere on your network, a private cloud, Barracuda's cloud, or to the AWS public cloud. Reclaim your data. Try Barracuda Backup free at barracuda.com slash backup. Monday on the Ride Home means a weekly conversation with our good friend Greg Clugston, who is White House correspondent for SRN News. Greg, welcome in. Well, thank you, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Greg. So the uh, government has been shut down now. This is going on week number four, I believe. Uh, President Trump has used the wall as the huge bargaining chip. He made a surprise announcement today that he's going to go on national television tomorrow and then travel to somewhere where the wall would be constructed on Thursday. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, so both of those announcements uh, we learned about today just in the last couple of hours here at the White House. So the president will give a 9 p.m. Eastern Time speech from the Oval Office tomorrow night. Uh, Officials, including the vice president, uh, have been telling reporters here today that the focus of the president's remarks are going to be on the situation at the border, which this White House increasingly and repeatedly describes as a humanitarian and national security crisis. We've been hearing that from officials on the Sunday talk shows. The president has been tweeting that. Vice President Pence just told a group of reporters that. Uh, So that is a phrase we are hearing as the White House is using this border issue amid the ongoing partial government shutdown, which is now day 17. I believe this is now tied for the second longest uh, government shutdown in American history. And uh, so we got this presidential speech tomorrow night, and that is going to be followed by a visit to somewhere along the U.S.-Mexico border on Thursday. The White House has not released those details yet of specifically where the president will travel, except to say that he will be on the front lines at the border to discuss this ongoing situation. Greg, I think this is a really smart move um, on the president's part. I think that talking about the border from the border um, will make it seem like less of a policy decision and more like a crisis for the people who live there. I think also um, the little bit of a change in rhetoric since the shutdown started, which, as you said, is focusing more on the humanitarian issues, especially he's brought up sex trafficking a number of times. Now, for those of us who are um, concerned about the issue of sex trafficking, what he's saying is absolutely true, though that was not really part of the consideration that he brought up in the uh, in the time of the campaign when he was talking about the border wall. Right. That was, yeah, some of the specifics have changed in terms of the emphasis the president and the White House now are giving to the matter. Uh, and, of course, there are critics and other uh, media observers who are questioning the use of the term crisis, because uh, while there certainly is an immigration reform problem in this country, uh, and no matter what side uh, or what role you play in politics, I think it can be widely agreed that there is a problem just generically with our immigration system. But whether or not the border uh, entry points constitute a crisis is a matter up for political debate here in Washington, as you might expect. And so 
there are any number of people who are concerned that the president that the president's use of the border and describing it as a crisis, even when some of the immigrant uh, flow into this country is lesser is is at a lower point now than it had been previously whether or not that constitutes a national emergency and that brings us to the other point the president uh, has been suggesting here for the past couple of days and white house officials today confirming that the white house counsel's office lawyers here at the white house are reviewing the legality of whether or not the president can declare a national emergency at the border and therefore bypass Congress and get his money, $5.7 billion, to go ahead and build a wall. Wow. So, Greg, just as a sidebar to this conversation, what does this look like, the machinery of the president and speechwriters sitting down, I would imagine, now and crafting what he's going to say tomorrow before a national address? What does that look like as they pass the ball around? Well, you're right. Certainly drafts of a speech are are already underway. And this also comes, John, at a time when there is a new acting White House chief of staff, and that's Mick Mulvaney. He, of course, has succeeded John Kelly. Uh, We understand that Mulvaney has wanted the president to go on and do a national uh, primetime address like what is being planned for tomorrow night. It's going to be his first address to the country from inside the Oval Office. So there's, uh, there's you know, obviously deep sim- symbolism involved in doing that. And so obviously the White House is, is rolling out, uh, you know, its best defense right now through a very various number of surrogates. White House officials doing a number of interviews leading up until tomorrow's speech. Um, on Wednesday, uh, Vice President Pence is going to be going to the Hill and meeting with Republican lawmakers and I believe the House first followed by the Senate on Thursday, as he will make a personal case. Um, all of that leads us to believe that the, the shutdown is going to be lasting at, uh, most probably at least till uh, Wednesday or Thursday, if not longer. And therefore, we would be uh, inching closer to this becoming the very longest government shutdown, uh, affecting some 800,000 federal workers. Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent. Um, Greg, let's talk about the jittery markets. I think it was probably, I don't know, two weeks ago that the president said something about the Fed on Twitter and uh, the markets dropped precipitously. Um, and so I guess I'm wondering if the president is going to start pulling back from comments about the Fed. Um, I don't think it's going to you know, bring him what he's looking for. Yeah, the president has uh, been very interesting to to watch and to follow when it comes to his relationship with the Federal Reserve Chairman. Of course, he has selected, he selected and put in place the current chairman, Jerome Powell. But at the same time, for the past few months, he has been very critical publicly of, of, of the Fed chairman. Now, the Federal Reserve as an independent agency, even though the president is responsible for selecting the chairman, uh, and it's been the practice of recent presidents in American history, presidents of both political parties, to refrain from any sort of public criticism of the Fed chairman, even if they might disagree with the policy making that's going on there. Uh, and obviously, you know, the main policies that most Americans hear and know about are the either the increase or the decrease of uh, interest rates. And so this chairman, Powell, has been uh, re- has been pushing 
to have the uh, interest rates increase four times during the course of 2018, and the president has been very unhappy about that. Now, uh, his his public comments and criticism, especially in December, uh, they weren't the only reasons why we saw the markets um, take a dive, especially during November and December, but uh, they were one of the issues. The president doesn't seem to be shying away from uh, his strategy of voicing his, uh, his displeasure, uh, but at the same time, uh, while there have been a lot of really good numbers, including last Friday when we learned about the job uh, jobs report for the number of uh, over 300,000 jobs added during the month of December, it makes you wonder why the why the president who has has staked so much of his accomplishments while in office on a strong economy, why he might even give the possibility of you know the markets and uh, the economy softening because of those comments. I see. Greg, before you leave us, let's look at the international news. It's been reported that John Bolton, the national security advisor, has described conditions for a pullout from Syria that could leave American forces there uh, for months, maybe even years. What's the latest there? Yeah, this is interesting, too, John, because you had the president um, talk about wanting to move uh, quickly in removing uh, you know, U.S. troops from Syria. It was just a few days before Christmas when he announced that, and there was a lot of consternation from members of Congress. You had the Secretary of Defense essentially resign over the announcement by the president. And now you have John Bolton, who's the national security advisor, traveling in the Middle East. And he's there to to be reassuring American allies, including Israel, over the weekend. He's in Turkey tonight. uh, And they are working with NATO allies in the region to reassure uh, that it's not going to be a hasty withdrawal by the United States, which could leave an even worse situation in the region, specifically in northeastern Syria. And so what you had was Bolton saying, we, we need to make sure there are some conditions to uh, make sure that, you know, it doesn't fall into a, you know, a worse situation. And that's a little bit different than what the president initially said about two weeks ago. So tomorrow night, Tuesday, 9 p.m., Trump will address the uh, American people. I'm wondering if you'll be part of the uh, Salem Radio Network news coverage. Uh, I will, in fact, and uh, SRN, Salem Radio Network, will be providing anchored coverage of the speech live at 9 p.m., and I will be uh, helping provide that coverage tomorrow night. We'll look forward to that, Greg. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Greg Cluxon, White House correspondent, SRN News. Thanks so much, Greg. You bet, guys. Take a break. Come back. We got lots more ahead. Golden Globes were last night. John, did you watch? I did not. Uh, but of course, I heard about the remarks about Satan. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates, so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. 
Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. MTS stands for a Master of Theological Studies, and it's a two-year degree for those who want to just deepen in their theological knowledge. With an MTS degree from RPTS, you can be ready for whatever God calls you to. Some denominations or congregations accept an MTS degree for their pastoral training. It's also designed for lay people, whether they're wanting to deepen in their abilities to teach in a congregational setting or have a theological framework to go out and really represent the Lord in their secular calling. We have three areas of concentration, biblical counseling, where you not only study and learn about counseling, but actually get to observe it in live cases. And then we also have a biblical studies concentration, either the Old or the New Testament. And then you can also do one in doctrinal or historical studies. Learn how to get your Master of Theological Studies degree entirely online at rpts.edu. RPTS, study under pastors. For just five quarters a day, you can sponsor a child through Compassion International. It's pocket change to you. It's life changing for a child in need. Be part of the change. Become a sponsor now at Compassion.com slash radio. That's Compassion.com slash radio. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership, but not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club, you save as much as half. That's right, 50% on gift certificates and items from local restaurants, health services, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com slash shopping. And I'll see you at the club. Thank you. For all the many years that we've been doing the ride home with Joan and Kathy, both Kath and I really appreciate all the advertisers who've been with us. Grove City College is our newest advertiser, and we are so happy that Grove City is with us. Both of our children attend Grove City, so we, as proud parents of children who attend Grove City College, we say thank you to Grove City College. Cloudy with intermittent rain tonight. A gusty southerly breeze causes temperatures to rise toward 50. We'll have clouds and breaks. The sun tomorrow becoming windy, mild with a high 54. Shower and locally gusty thunderstorm around in the afternoon. Any storm can cause small hail. Brisk and colder tomorrow night. Mainly cloudy with rain showers turning to snow showers. Low near 30. Windy and cold with flurries Wednesday. Temperatures fall to the mid-20s. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. So yesterday, last night, were the Golden Globes, the international press, as they hand out their awards. The Hollywood Foreign Press. Yes. Sorry. Hollywood Foreign Press. They hand out their annual awards to television, movie, and the like. Um, It's sort of like Oscars light. It's the casual version. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. In the... uh, in the review of in today's Wall Street Journal, I appreciated something that this writer said, Ben Fritz. He said this, um, the Globes does everything right that the Oscars do wrong. It doesn't give awards to below-the-line categories like sound editing and costume design that, while important, don't belong on a primetime TV event. It still gives Lifetime Achievement Awards during the ceremony to aging stars whom audiences love. It mixes film and TV awards, which makes more sense every year as the lines between different types of content and the caliber of stars who make them blur on our digital devices. And most important, the Globes doesn't take itself 
too seriously. Right. I'm glad you brought that up because there's been any number of films who've appeared in the theater for maybe a yeah, week. Yeah, right. And then, and end then up they on go back platform. on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Right. So it's kind of hard to tell what's a film. Remember um, Mudbound? Right. Last year. Or Roma this year. Right. Right. So they were never. Was Mudbound ever in the theater? I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. I don't think it was, but it was nominated for an Academy Award last right. year. But it had to be. I think under the rules of the Academy. So maybe, you know, New York, So it LA. was made by Netflix for the big screen, but right. it was only there for, what, seven days? Which and is then... the case with Roma, which is this fab. It's the best film of the year. You think? I loved it. What's it about? It's about, it's a story in 1970 in Mexico City of a family and their maid. And really, it's through the eyes of their maid. It's shot in black and white. It's absolutely beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, I, I really love the film. All right. Well, according to the Golden Globes, the best motion picture drama of last year was Bohemian Rhapsody, which you saw. I saw, yeah. And? You think it's a weird choice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you see Black Panther? Uh, actually, I saw it last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Did you see Black Klansman? I did not yet. How about If Beale Street Could Talk? Not yet. A Star is Born. Yes. Okay, so those were who, those were the films nominated for Best Drama right. last night. Is it odd to you that Bohemian Rhapsody came home the winner? Um, considering that it's the Golden Globes, no. Because to, mo- to me, it's more kind of like the People's Choice Award. And Bohemian Rhapsody was sort of peaking at the time the votes were probably, were probably tabulated. So it was at the right film at the right time. But it's, not a, it's, a, it's a fine film. I mean, I, I'm going to get in trouble. I mean, you know, it's a story of Freddie Mercury who, you know, fabulous, but, you know, fabulously gay. And um, it tells that story of drugs and sex and all sorts of insanity around rock and roll in the late 80s and early 90s. So, I mean, can I recommend it? No. But did I watch it and enjoy it? Yes. But not a best picture for you? Not by any stretch of the imagination. It what, was a biopic. What you think of, did you think it was better than Black Panther for a category like this? I mean, I, I, it's apples to oranges for yeah. me. I mean, how can and you Black compare Panther, those two? I mean, it was a great fantasy. Uh, but you, and you don't even like uh, superhero I know, but movies. But I liked it. Because it's a great Isn't it, it is great? great yeah. Aren't the costumes Everything fabulous? Everything about it was great. I loved it. Weird I absolutely plot, loved crazy it. crazy characters. Okay, so also Rami Malek uh, wins, the, uh, wins the Golden Globe for playing Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Did you? Not, I mean, look, he's a fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's it's great. It's great acting. But who am I going to say? Who am I going to say no to? No, I just. So you wouldn't have. You know, you think that's. I don't know. It's the awards. It's so okay. subjective, isn't it? All right. What about Glenn Close? You didn't. Did you see I the saw, wife? I saw the wife. What did you think? I loved it. Um, She's uniformly excellent. Everything. She is. Yeah. I don't think you could argue. It, with the, the wife is really worth seeing. It's a story of a. Um, a long simmering resentment between a married couple and the husband goes to Sweden with the, with his family, which Glenn Close is obviously the wife, to receive his Nobel Prize. And there's some twists and turns along the way. It's well worth seeing. That's at the top of my list. Well, it's actually second in my list because I want to see Green Book. Saw that. Which one for musical or comedy? And? In these weird times of political correctness, it's an odd mashup. It's kind of like driving this Daisy in reverse, 2.0. Um, I liked it. Viggo Mortensen yeah, plays the driver. Yeah. Uh, the black pianist is, I can't think of his name. He won a Golden Globe. Yes, he did. Who I did not know this actor, but he was terrific. It's a good film and well worth seeing. Go see that film. Uh, a film that you would nominate for Best Picture? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. But, All right. but listen, Roma right now is on Netflix. Uh, the, the call was go see Roma in the theaters. 
because it's so it's a beautiful film. It's, 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 it was necessary to see, um, but it's right now you could you could look at it this second if you wanted to. Olivia Coleman. If we're going to go to the women's side. She won Best Actress in a Motion Picture that's a musical or comedy in The Favorite. Are you familiar with that? The Favorite. What is The Favorite? I don't know. But I'm familiar with Olivia. Do you know Olivia Coleman? No. Olivia Coleman is going to be Queen Elizabeth in the, oh, next two, the next two series of The Crown. I did not. Olivia Coleman also from Broadchurch, uh, Three Seasons of Broadchurch, which okay. is an absolutely heartbreakingly terrific show from the BBC. She huh. is a She's an absolutely wonderful actress. Really, really? I believe she, uh, interestingly enough, I believe it was last year that she and, um, who's the guy that plays Loki? In Black Tom, Panther. Uh, Tom Holland. No, no, Tom Holland plays Spider-Man. Who plays Loki? I He's can't not, think of his name. I don't, I don't anyway, they did a miniseries together, Olivia Coleman and him, called The Night Manager, that won at the Golden Globes last year. Won, Tom Hiddleston. Thank Tom Hiddleston, thank you. It won for best uh, miniseries made for TV, and they both won the acting category. She is wonderful. Hmm. She's really I wonderful. Mean, I, I don't know, maybe it's just age or overexposure, but you know, now we're back into award season again. I'm kind of like, could I don't want to watch. And I said this last yeah. year. But you know what I mean? It, what about a show that you like? You, you like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, I have really of? deep, hard, mixed feelings about Marvel okay. because I found most of those characters deeply unappealing. Right. I did too. Not not someone – however – And are I some, don't think her comedy is funny at all. It's horrible. It's yeah. not funny. I mean, and talk about inappropriate. I mean, you know, in this, you know, hashtag Me Too era that we live in, Mrs. Maisel's up there, you know, trashing everybody. So it's it, it's throwback, but I love the era and I know, the location that it's shot. I know, and they do a wonderful oh. job evoking that time. With it's just it's late fifties, early sixties, New York New City. York City. It's wonderful. Yeah, she won. Rachel Brosnahan. Well, she's you know what, she's delightful. She is. But the writing is so dark. Yeah, the writing is very dark. The thing that makes that show watchable to me is vis- is is the visual. Right. It's I mean, just a it's a wonderful thing to watch if you can get past all the rest of it, which I got to be honest, I decided I couldn't. So I stopped watching. I it. get it. I watched the whole thing. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't know. It's it, I've never encountered something like this where I, lo- I want to like it so much because I, what I what I'm looking at, I love. But what comes out of the characters mouths? I go, really? That's really odd. Yeah. So did I need to hear that? Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, I mean, there's a lot more that happened last night. Oh, Carol Burnett won the. Oh uh, my goodness! Oh, she Steve, won a Car- Steve Carell award. did such a beautiful job introducing Carol Burnett nice. with such a sense of heartfelt admiration and personal affection. He did a wonderful job, and she in turn was also heartfelt. Isn't she a class act? At 85, she got up there. She accepted this award that is now named in her honor. It's the very first time it's been given. She was oh. everything that you would hope Carol Burnett would be. She is. She is the real deal. You got to love yeah, her. Yeah, so A plus to both of them. Definitely. Hey, we come back. Uh, we're going to talk uh, to Frederica Matthews Green. Uh, always interesting. Yeah, so Epiphany was yesterday. We'll talk about how the Orthodox look at it. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. 
Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Message and data rates may apply. When did it become okay for men to be lazier, softer, fatter? We need to bring the men of this country back to greatness. And it's easier than ever with Ageless Male Max, a patent-pending formula with an ingredient that helps boost your total testosterone promoting greater increases in muscle size and twice the reduction of body fat percentage than exercise alone. Plus, an amazing 64% increase in nitric oxide, which can be handy in the gym. Take your manhood to the max by trying your first 30-day bottle free. Just pay shipping and handling. Not 10 days, not 15 days, but a full 30-day supply free. When you text the word MAN to 797979. Finally, a formula that boosts total testosterone. If your results with Ageless Male Max are too intense, please decrease use. For your free bottle, text MAN to 797979. Text MAN to 797979. Most executors don't want the job, quite frankly. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on the importance of proper estate administration. There's a lot of steps that go into settling an estate, and if they don't get it right, not knowing the law isn't a defense to why you didn't do it correctly in the first place. When you pass without appropriate planning, it can be very costly. We see more fractions within families when death and money are involved. If you don't plan appropriately, it's very common. Siblings don't speak anymore. We act as the mediator for that executor to understand the law. We sit down and go through what probate looks like. Once we go through those steps, we'll assist with getting all of the legal documents, getting you sworn in with the local court, and starting that probate process. And then we will act as the mediator with the beneficiaries and the executor. Hear more on Conti's Law, Saturday morning at 9 on WORD. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. Hundreds of ministries have discovered the success of a partnership with OnePlace.com, the largest online Christian broadcast platform on the web. Here's Greg Laurie. By partnering with OnePlace, we've been able to expand our online ministry in a way that complements our current web strategy for maximized outreach and impact. And Dr. David Jeremiah. Many of the new listeners we reach here each day through OnePlace are now faithful ministry supporters. Introduce your ministry to our audience. Visit us at OnePlaceRadio.com Frederica Matthews Green is with us. Frederica is a regular guest on our show. A wide-ranging author whose works appeared in such diverse publications as Washington Post, Christianity Today, Smithsonian, the LA Times. She writes regularly uh, and also is the author of our favorite book called The Jesus Prayer, the ancient desert prayer that tunes the heart to, turns the heart to God. Also, her newest book is called Welcome to the Orthodox Church, an Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Frederica, welcome back. How are you today? Yeah, hi, John. Good to be with you today. Thank you. You as well. So, Frederica, yesterday on the church calendar was the celebration of Epiphany, which often focuses on the wise men, but is just a, a larger celebration of light and, you know, the, the light that Christ brought into the world, but also that supernatural idea that that the eternity invaded the temporal, that there was just something that we can never quite grasp that happened um, in the Incarnation. And um, you write that Orthodox, as you are, also see Christ's immersion in earthly waters as a sign of him transforming all of creation by his touch, which is kind of a similar idea that flows out of it. Yes, yes, that's very true. If you combine light and water and, and all the elements of this world, we see Christ 
fulfilling all of this in his incarnation. And uh, while the Western churches usually focus on the wise men on the Feast of Epiphany, in Orthodoxy yesterday, our Feast of Theophany, we focused on the baptism of Christ in the waters of the Jordan. And in a sense, all of the waters of the earth, whether it's the oceans or the rain or underground streams, they're all connected. So as Christ was immersed in the Jordan River, it began the healing of all of creation, because the water's like the lifeblood of the earth. Hmm. And his immersion in that water brought his presence into the world he's created. So, Frederica, you, you told us that after the service yesterday, uh, the pastors bless all the holy water that will be used throughout the year. And I'm glad you brought up holy water because it's uh, it's something that a lot of people of Christian faith... Yeah, I don't understand that. It's not no, part yeah, of my tradition. No connection to. I mean, if you're Catholic, you get that. Obviously, uh, in your faith, you do use holy water. Can you go into that and talk about that? Yes, yeah. And I think that the danger is if you would think of it as something kind of magical, like... You don't really have to pray or do anything. You just apply this holy water to it, and, you know, you don't have to iron the clothes. They'll straighten themselves out <laughs> if you with holy water. <laughs> but um, it's meant to be, it's, it's both that we do expect miracles. We do expect God to work through the matter that he created and that he loved. Um, but we also see it as a kind of an act of faith and of setting apart a little part of creation to recognize his presence there Specifically, it's like we focus on that. So during the after the Eucharistic service yesterday, we did a series of prayers that actually come from about 630. They were written by the Bishop of Jerusalem, whose name is Sophronius. And if you think about that date, that's about the time that the Muslims conquered Jerusalem and held on to it from then on until World War II. Hmm. But that was when the Christians were conquered by the Muslims, having had control of Jerusalem for only a couple of centuries. Well, Sophonius was the bishop during that sad time, and it's said that he died of grief in 638 after a two-year siege where they could no longer resist the conquerors. Um, But this was a set of prayers that he wrote. He was a very eloquent writer, and he wrote a series of prayers for the blessing of the waters. And if, it, if we have time, I'd love to read just a couple of minutes of passage. Sure, that'd be How fine. Okay, great, great. Um, so I, my husband retired, we moved to Tennessee. I'm now going to my son's Greek Orthodox Church. So these are the prayers, from the prayers that I heard my son read yesterday. And uh, the words of St. Sophronius. At Christmas we have seen you as a child, but today we see you as perfect man, O our perfect God, appearing out of perfection. For today we have attained the time of feasting, and the ranks of saints have joined us, and the angels celebrate together with mankind. Today the grace of the Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove, comes down upon the waters. Today there shines the sun that never sets. And the world is sparkling with the light of the Lord. Today the moon shines upon the world with the brightness of its rays. Today the glittering stars adorn the universe with the radiance of their twinkling. Today the clouds from heaven shed upon mankind a shower of justice. Today the uncreated one willingly permits the hands of his creature to be laid upon him. 
Today the prophet and forerunner comes close to the master, and he stands in awe, a witness of the condescension of God towards us. Today the presence of the Lord, the waters of the Jordan, are changed into remedies. Today the whole universe is refreshed with mystical streams. Today the sins of mankind are blotted out by the waters of the Jordan River. Today paradise has been opened to mankind and the sun of righteousness is shown upon us. Today the bitter water, as once with Moses and the people of Israel, is changed into sweetness by the presence of the Lord. Today we are delivered from the ancient graving, and like a new Israel, we are saved. Today we escape from darkness, and through the light of the knowledge of God we are illumined. Today the darkness of the world vanishes with the appearing of our God. Today the whole creation is brightened from on high. Today errors are canceled and a way of salvation is prepared for us by the coming of the Lord. Today the heavenly dwellers rejoice with those on earth and the dwellers of the earth with those in heaven. Today the noble and eloquent assembly rejoices, the assembly of those of the true faith. Today the Lord comes to be baptized so that mankind may be lifted up. Today the one who never has to bow inclines himself before his servant so that he may set us free from bondage. Today we have acquired the kingdom of heaven for the kingdom of the Lord shall have no end. Amen. It's very isn't it? It's not what prayers sound like today. And um, being, what, 1,600, 1,400 years old gives them a, a, a dignity. And... Um, and knowing the sorrow that the author was to live through, uh, it just reminds us of the poignancy of the Christian path throughout history and how you can rejoice at beauty even in the midst of terrible suffering. That's beautiful. So hmm. w- was that prayer recited yesterday? Yes, yes. That's, um, I guess that's maybe a fourth of the series of prayers that are, that are recited. Um, first, a little service that takes maybe... 15 minutes or so, um, with much, uh, you know, less than making the sign of the cross over a big glass bowl of water. And, um, and then he takes a branch uh, from, a, from a fir tree and walks through the congregation, sprinkling us all with this holy water. Mm, I love it. And uh, then we can take bottles of the water home. And um, I, I, we associate in Western liturgical churches with you dip your fingers and make the sign of the cross. That's not as much uh, tradition in the East, um, but we do sprinkle it on the walls and on ourselves and even drink the water. If you're feeling sick, it's supposed to be a good remedy for that. Once a year, the, um, you have your house blessed. I, I know in the West, you often, if you move into a new house, you have a house blessing. But in Orthodoxy, the pastor goes through every single room of every single house in his congregation. This takes time in the period between Theophany yesterday and the beginning of Lent. And he walks through the rooms with incense and sprinkling this holy water on all of the walls. Uh, my husband's a pastor. He always makes sure he gets a few drops on the TV screens and the computer monitor. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> That's very wise of him. <laughs> 
Frederica, you bring a fascinating perspective. We're so grateful that you take the time for us on a regular basis. That's Frederica Matthews-Green. She's an author whose work has appeared all over the place. She's the author of Welcome to the Orthodox Church, an Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Very nice. Thank you, Frederica. We'll take a break and come back. we got lots more ahead. Uh, today's National Bobblehead Day. I'm so excited. <laughs> Bobbleheads equate losing to me. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. Get a $50 credit to give your first job posting premium placement at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, quality standards, and usage limits apply. Additional terms online. Jen had a very busy day today. Really busy. First, she dropped her kids off at daycare. Then she had a few minutes before yoga class for a coffee. Small latte, please. And then she saved a few lives. Nurse, two units, O negative. One, an injured child. Another, a cardiac patient. And then, a premature baby. All because Jen logged on to bloodsciencefoundation.org and made a financial donation. There, done. You see, local blood donors provide only about half of what is needed to treat patients. The other half has to be purchased and relies on financial donations from people like you and Jen. Ooh, cake pops. So, what have you done today? To make a financial donation that saves lives, visit bloodsciencefoundation.org. Blood Science Foundation. Giving from the heart. Losing business to online companies? Call us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and prescribe solutions to dramatically increase your bottom line. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership. But not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club, you save as much as half. That's right, 50% on gift certificates and items from local restaurants, health services, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com slash shopping. And I'll see you at the club. Thank you. At Grace Wellness Center, our philosophy is that we are called to thrive. We're always called to something bigger, something more. God is calling us, Aki. God is calling us. And you know what? I'm so looking forward to how we'll be able to bless others. I'm going to say this. This show has been such a blessing to me. You know, my wife and kids will only listen to me if my voice is coming out of the radio. <laughs> is that right? That's right. That's awesome. I can't Maybe wait. some other people will listen to us. Called to Thrive is right here on Word FM every Saturday at 930. Check us out. Join us. Okay, for some weird reason, today is National Bobblehead Day. I don't know if it's weird. I'm not quite sure what that means. I like a bobblehead. I do not like a bobblehead. I have head. four. What? I have four of them. At your house? Uh, I have two in my office and I have two at home. See, throughout the long two-decade continuous losing season that the Pirates have gone through, and now I might add they are back on again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only We appreciate your residual resentment. Yes. <laughs> well, it's there strong, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Uh, 
the only reason for a lot of pirate fans to go to PNC Park or Three Three River Stadium was to get a free bobblehead, which I mean they were handing those things out every other week. So you get a bobblehead of well, your you know, usher. Way to cheapen it, John. It's the truth, Cav. I didn't cheapen it. The pirates mm. cheapened it. Anybody they could think of a bobblehead, they would make the bobblehead. I'm satisfied with the uh, bobbleheads I have. Uh, it, it is a strange collection. Okay. I will give it to you. All I will right. give it to you. I have the pirate. It's just, you know, the pirate dude. I have three bobbleheads. I have two pirate dudes okay. of various, two different eras. Yeah, okay. And I've got another bobblehead. Okay. So I got the pirate. I like the pirate. I do too. I bring the pirate out you yeah. know, during pirate season. Yeah. Um, I also have Bob Walk while we're talking pirates. Okay, that's a fine bobblehead. I think that's a fine yeah, bobblehead. I, I like Bob Walk. I love Bob Walk. Okay. Um, I also, though, I have Marc-Andre Fleury. Oh, that's a When good he was a pen. Mm. And I have Phil Kessel. I mean, seriously, no, am good, I not yeah. doing well You're with bobbleheads? Well. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. What's the one you have? Uh, here, it's got, I brought it into the studio. Did you? It's my Hannes Wagner. Oh, that's a good. Head. I mean, that's a classic, John. Yeah, yeah. You have to be happy. So why are you so down on bobbleheads? Because they signify losing to me. Because they got nothing else to do, so we're giving you a bobblehead. Look, there's therapy for you and people who make bad <laughs> connections between things and emotion. <laughs> what? The Believe heck? me, the doctor is it can in. Help you, Lucy I'm Van just Pelt. Trying to say a bobblehead's supposed to be a thing of you know happiness, joy, and you give it's yourself not. a little laugh. It is not. No. Uh-uh. Even Hannes Wagner. He didn't do anything to you? No, it's still part of the organization. Lots of losing with a bobblehead. Just saying. Take me out to the bobblehead. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The White House is reviewing whether President Trump can legally declare a national emergency to secure funding for a border wall. Vice President Pence says the White House Counsel's Office is evaluating the issue and that no decision has been made about a national emergency declaration. However, the Trump administration is repeatedly referring to the border situation as a humanitarian and national security crisis. Pence tells reporters that Democrats refuse to negotiate on the border funding issue, and he also says tax refunds will be issued as planned, despite the partial government shutdown. Greg Clugston, the White House. President Trump will also address the nation on the border crisis tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On Wall Street, the Dow by 98 points to 23,531. The Nasdaq rose 84. The S&P advanced 17. Oil up 56 cents to 48.52 a barrel. This is SRN News. This is today's entertainment answer. What is my family Blu-ray of the week? Well, how about Axel, rated PG and about a teen motocross enthusiast named Miles, who discovers an adventurous military robot dog hiding in the desert after an experiment gone wrong. Miles manages to activate the dog's advanced artificial intelligence owner pairing technology and an unbreakable friendship forms between the two outcasts. Axel, now on DVD and Blu-ray. For this entertainment answer, I'm Matt Mungle. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Here's some great news. If you miss the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, 
you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years, and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. You may have to think hard about this. When was the last time you and your spouse went on a date? How about a date night where you had fun and made memories? It's been a while, hasn't it? Well, never fear, because the ultimate date night is near. For more than 20 years, marriage edutainers Jay and Laura LaFoon have been helping couples laugh together, sing together, and even dance cheek-to-cheek together while learning and growing closer together. The ultimate date night is a two-hour marriage experience where Jay and Laura LaFoon help couples reconnect. And whether you've been married one week or 75 years, you'll come away feeling closer to your spouse. In fact, 98% of people who attended the ultimate date night felt it added value to their marriage. Think the other two percent were in the bathroom when we took the survey. Don't miss your ultimate date night coming soon. Word FM presents the ultimate date night with Jay and Laura LaFoon Friday, February first at Christ Church at Grove Farm. Tickets just forty eight dollars a pair. Special VIP package including dinner also available. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash date night. The ride home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for one hundred years. <laughs> Cloudy with intermittent rain tonight. A gusty southerly breeze causes temperatures to rise toward 50. We'll have clouds and breaks. The sun tomorrow becoming windy, mild with a high 54. Shower and locally gusty thunderstorm around in the afternoon. Any storm can cause small hail. Brisk and colder tomorrow night. Mainly cloudy with rain showers turning to snow showers. Low near 30. Windy and cold with flurries Wednesday. Temperatures fall to the mid-20s. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome. Thanks for coming along for the 5 o'clock edition of our first show of the week. Um, wait, so you want to talk about this? Yeah, I for sure do, but I don't know what it, it is. About holy water. Oh, sure. Okay, so we were talking to Frederica Matthews Green during the 4 o'clock, 440 segment of the show. Mm-hmm. And, and then during the news break, it was we were just... Hashing out the idea of holy water. Right. So, because that's what Frederica was talking about. She's an Orthodox Christian. Right. And she said, you know, there's in the Orthodox tradition, they believe that there is some power as they bless the water. She said, you know, it's not some crazy thing like, you know, it's not magic. Right. You sprinkle it on your shirts and they automatically get rid of the wrinkles or something right. like that. But, you know, it's more of, a, of an invitation, a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a recognition, I would say, of the fact that God has power over every element in right. life. And every element on earth, um, and I don't mean just element in a chemical sense, um, but 
and that he can work through all of those. And so just holy water is kind of a recognition and an acknowledgement of that. Of that, yes. So I was telling Kath. I hope I've expressed that well. You have. I I believe that you have. So I was telling Kath that, you know, um, when I was in third grade in uh, uh, Catholic grade school, my third grade teacher was a a nun, Sister Ann Teresa, and she believed in the power of of the, the saint saint Teresa, which is a whole other story yeah saint Teresa of avila and saint Teresa of avila believed that and she wrote, writes about this what's the um what's her spiritual biography called um i, I, I should know that i don't remember a- anyway in her biography she writes about uh pushing demons away mm-hmm. with the power of holy water yeah saint Teresa was a fascinating character she lived a Super aesthetic, aesthetic life. Yes. Um, she also was um, very spiritually aware, mm-hmm. and, and well aware of the darkness right, of the spiritual powers. Right, right. But anyway, so we were talking about that, and you said, "Well, you said what about Romans?" Well, you said that when you used to go see Sister Sister Aunt Teresa, Aunt Teresa, what would what would you oh, do okay, when you so, walked into her office? Now, look, I'm a third grader. And this nun was like, you know, unless you grew up Catholic, you know, and, and all that, all those stories of abuse and craziness, you know, there's some element. I, I didn't witness that. And I, I revered Sister Ann Teresa. I mean, I loved her. However, she did do something unusual, which, of course, I did not know at the time was unusual. As a third grader, when someone was walking into her classroom, you would knock on her door. You wanted to go in, you know, like someone, a, a student or someone, and she would say, enter, please. And then you would immediately turn right and go in the corner of the room and kneel down and say a prayer to St. Teresa at the statue, St. Teresa the statue. Then you would get up after you said your prayer, walk across to the other side of the room, kneel down and say a prayer to the Virgin Mary. Then you'd get up and then walked into the center of the desk, and then you would address Sister Ann Teresa. That's just what, that's the protocol which she required. Yeah, I, I, theologically, that to me, I just don't get that. I don't of get it at all. Praying to the saints. No, and to, praying to Mary. Right. I don't get that at all. So we, we were talking about that. And, of course, I know there are many – we have many Catholic listeners and many Orthodox listeners, and you're going to think I'm crazy. And you know, But I think it's just an important thing for us to discuss our differences. Without a doubt. And without like being like, well, right. you're nutty. And, with, and, and to be respectful about it. Um, Thank you. And so my perspective, some of you might think, is nutty. But, you know, I was – I believe so strongly in the beauty and the truth of Romans 8. I mean, I believe in the beauty and the truth of the whole scripture, but Romans 8 has just been so powerful to me over the last couple months. Um, but Romans eight twenty six says the spirit, the Holy Spirit is what we're talking about, helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. That is so rich. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit himself prays for us, prays for us. In fact, I often, I've said this countless times, Holy Spirit, pray for me. I don't know what to ask for. I don't know what to ask for. But from reading Romans 8, I know it's, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot exp- What more do we need than the Holy Spirit, the creator of the universe, praying for us, Amen. interceding for us? Yeah. We don't need any earthly figure. 
we it's just a, it's such an incredible gift i don't even know how to talk about it it's just so profound that the spirit of god prays for us in ways because we don't even know what we need now i would imagine right that the people were talking about you know who grew up without their Bible, or the priest that would say, you don't need to read God's Word, we'll read it for you and interpret it for you. That's what happened to a large majority of Christians. Right. And of course, we can go back through the historicity of the church and know that from you know millennia, there were people who couldn't read. Right. And so they didn't know. And um, and again, this is just a difference of perspective. But when but you read Romans 8, are you, it's, hard, I mean, it's hard not to I, say. The, the privilege okay. we have as just mere mortals to think that the eternal God of the universe is interpreting our needs on our behalf out of love and care for our present and our future is so mind bending and so rich um, that I just I would never want to pollute that with thinking about another human. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we don't ask each other, ask, you know, our friends to pray for us because that's part of being in a community, but man, there is nothing like knowing that the Holy Spirit of God knows what you need. I'm into that. Oh, I'll buy that. So good. So good. Well, hey, um, yeah, so I mean, this is what happens when we start talking over right. a, over a news break, and then the we, next thing we're you know, like debating holy water on the air. We were scheduled to talk about station wagons, <laughs> literally, literally, seriously. Our our subject for this segment was supposed to be richer Americans ditching their SUVs for station wagons. Yeah, but the holy water subject was much more edifying. <laughs> you get a lot for of me, a lot of things on the ride home. You do stick around. Oh, you don't want to miss this next segment. We're going to talk to a woman incarcerated for more than 30 years. Stay with us. 101.5 WORD. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. Now, the truth is this. Every single one of us has within us the adequate potential to become the person God wants us to be and to achieve and to accomplish the things that God wants us to accomplish in our life. Hear the series, How to Reach Your Full Potential, coming soon on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Liberty Mutual Insurance knows you're focusing on the road right now, so we'll just describe our newspaper print ad to you. It's a tiny square that's colored a newspaper shade of gray that has you thinking yellow. As the words read, Liberty Mutual customizes your insurance so you only pay for what you need. Now that's the kind of print ad that'll make you glad you still read newspapers. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverages underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. 
At the CMA Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. I'm Sarah Evans. Music has always been a huge part of my life. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. It also helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it is never silenced. Learn more at itstartswithme.org. The Forever Mark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forever Mark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forever Mark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forever Mark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership. But not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club, you save as much as half. That's right, 50% on gift certificates and items from local restaurants, health services, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com slash shopping. And I'll see you at the club. Thank you. Our next guest was incarcerated for 30 years. Linda Barkman is with us. Linda is the valedictorian of Fuller Theological Seminary School of Intercultural Studies. She is a Ph.D. and here to tell us her story. Linda, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Well, thank you for inviting me. Pleasure to talk with you, John and Kathy. Well, Linda, you have an amazing story. You graduated last year from Fuller at the age of 65. You were imprisoned for 30 of those years, and you got a standing ovation at graduation. It's pretty heady, and I still can't quite get my head around all of that. Yes, it's a strange life I've lived, but God is amazing. (laughs) So, Linda, before we go into the details of what happened with you and your daughter, let's go way back and talk about you as a young girl and and what it was like to grow up in, in your life. Can you tell us that story? Um, I grew up unchurched, basically. My dad was agnostic, but I always had a heart pull towards Jesus. And um, I just was a little bit confused about life, as so many of our youth are these days. Yeah. Yeah. So you were told at one point, when you were going to a church, um, that because you were living with a man that you weren't married to, um, the associate pastor's wife said she could no longer teach a Bible study in your home because she couldn't go into the home of a sinner. Is that right? Yeah, that was a little discouraging. Um, I kind of parallel my life to the story of the um, seeds thrown by the roadway. And I the, was one of those seeds on rocky ground that sprouts mm. up and then just kind of withers. But strangely enough, it hadn't entirely died. It just took a long time for the roots to grow down enough to reach Jesus and the water of living life and be able to burst into life again. Yes. By His grace. So, Linda, tell us the story of your daughter. Oh, one awful morning in 1979, I had woken up and told God, just do whatever you have to do to make my life right, because everything is wrong. 
And at the end of that day, my two-year-old daughter, Amy, had been beaten to death by the man I was living with. My three-and-a-half-year-old was taken away, and I was in jail. And I just wanted to die. All I had to hold on to was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And God wouldn't let me die. I wanted to die. I got so mad at God, I screamed at him and said, if you want me to live, then you have to turn me into somebody I can live with. Because I was trying to be the best person I knew how to be on my own, and everybody who I loved had been touched by pain from me. So Linda, your living boyfriend was convicted of murdering your two-year-old daughter, but you were also implicated in the crime, which is why you spent 30 years in prison. Tell us that. Correct. Well... In 1979, there was no battered women's syndrome, um, understanding any of that. And I, I was actually convicted twice. The first time, it, they used felony murder rules. Some, I was guilty of felony child endangerment. And because she died during that felony, I must also be guilty of second-degree murder. And the second... That was overturned. I was retried, and they used something called implied malice. A rational human being should have known what this man was capable of, so I must have wanted him to do what I did, what he did to my daughter. I see. So, Linda, when you were convicted and the sentence was handed down, and then you were finally put in prison to stay there for the next three decades, I mean, what were those early days like for you? When you, what what level of despair were you sharing with yourself? How how did you think uh, you were going to plot a path through these next however many years you were going to be in prison? As I said at the beginning, I had no clue. I just held on to Jesus for dear life because God had told me that I wasn't allowed to kill myself. And very soon, I began to realize that there were a whole lot of women around me hurting just as bad as I was, and that Jesus is alive in prison. Prison ministry volunteers who go in there and think they're going to bring Jesus into the prison have something coming because Jesus is alive and well. So describe what's that like. Um, in, in the article that you write in Christianity Today, you say that um, the, the, the people actually who were in charge of the, of the prison ministry were the volunteers, but because you were in there for so long, you helped facilitate the process, yeah? Yes. Well, um, this Two nights ago, I was at the retirement for the current chaplain who had been working there for 21 years, and she is in charge of making sure that there's enough volunteers to run the services, because in prison, at least in our prison, there are church services seven days a week, sometimes two or three times a day, and sometimes two or three going on simultaneously. Really? I I was... I... Early on, had connected with the ladies in the psychiatric unit, and the early chaplain had asked me to bring my guitar and do praise and worship with those ladies, and I ended up being their lay pastor for 28 years. Wow. Um, the chaplains were able to trust me with those women, and 
you know, outsiders coming in and telling you that Jesus will help get you through is one thing. But when an insider says, hey, I'm doing life and Jesus is doing it for me today, that's some authority. Mm. That's some validity. And um, and those women are my heart. Uh, it, if you're living 30 years in prison, or a 15 to life sentence, you have to know that there's a chance you never leave, and this is your life. So we create life for one another and ourselves. Linda Barkman is the valedictorian of Fuller Theological Seminary's School of Intercultural (laughs) Studies. She graduated last year at the age of 65 and was imprisoned for 30 of those years. Um, Linda, let me ask you about how you got from wanting to die to becoming a chaplain in prison for <laughs> women who are also prisoners. I mean, how did, how, how did you get from A to B? Well, especially in the very early years, the um, early 1980s, there wasn't that much to do. Jobs were only a couple hours a day. And I had a cousin who was going to seminary, and he challenged me to learn Greek. He sent me a Greek lectionary and a Greek New Testament, and I spent hours, I've translated about half the New Testament into English for myself in order to learn Greek. Is that right? It was something to do. It was something but, to do, oh, okay. What it did for my, but what it did for my soul, because you can't spend that much time in God's Word without that transforming you. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. You know? Yeah. And um, they did have a college program at that time. And so I um, earned a bachelor's degree in psychology um, through extension courses through the University of Laverne and graduated summa cum laude there. Um, Some years later, I was able to start Fuller. And here's another, here's something about California that a lot of your people probably don't know. You know that if somebody's got a life sentence, they probably have to go to the parole board in order to be determined releasable. Well, in California in 1988, the governor was given veto rights over the parole board. And I hold the record for all men and women in the state of California. I was granted parole 11 times and had it overturned the first 10 times by the governor. Wow. And this goes back to when Dukakis was running for president and they said he let Willie Horton out of prison who committed another murder. Do you want someone like that as your president? And so California governors, as a rule, have political aspirations, which would have been immediately killed by releasing what, well, I was referred to as a baby killer. Mm-hmm. Linda Barkman's with us. Uh, her entire testimony is in Christianity Today, where we read it, and I uh, wanted to bring this to the air for you to hear Linda t- tell her story uh, to you personally. So, Linda, um, 30 years, how many different yes. friends, how many different women have come and gone before you? I mean, what, what an, an amazing cast of characters and an opportunity for you to be part of. Absolutely. And I've got things going on in my life like the woman who was my cellmate the last 13 years um, is an indigenous Mixtec Indian from Oaxaca, Mexico, who when I was 
tutoring her in English. She loved Jesus but couldn't say very much about it. By the time, 13 years later when I paroled, she had a high school diploma in English. She left six months after me, was immediately deported. She lives in the barrios of Tijuana, and my husband and I go and visit her once a month faithfully, and we do ministry in the barrios there. She takes burritos to homeless people living under the bridge who can't get across the border to the United States. I mean, she was, yeah. Um, At this event, I was at Saturday night for the chaplain's retirement. A lot of former lifers who have now recently been paroled, um, thank you, Governor Jerry Brown, who's not trying to be president, and he let his parole board do his work. Um, so many of the lifers who have paroled are in full-time ministry. Is that right? And it was such a blessing to see my sisters up there praising God and and um, and ordained pastors and counselors and um, just wonderful. Fabulous. So, Linda, let me ask you about that. All those years back in 1979, that horrible day that your daughter was killed. I mean, how do you how do you work that in your head when you prayed to God that day that he would do whatever he had to do to get your life in order because it was such a mess? And then your daughter ends up dying that day. I mean, it, people listen to that and well, they think, well, the well, she thinks that, you know, it was God's will that her daughter died. No. Um, God loved me so much that he answered my prayer, which was make things right. I'm the one who let sin into my life. We live in a fallen world, and sin and pain rule. And I let sin into my life, and God delivered me. It's just we forget how much it costs. See, part of my faith that makes me so, people say, you must be so strong, it's no. I know what it means that someone entirely innocent shed blood and died for me. And I cannot undo that dying. All I can do is accept the price that was paid and live that price to God's glory or waste the price. And whether we're talking Amy's blood or Jesus' blood, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that would be the challenge I bring your listeners. Excellent. And so what about those people, Linda, all those, those three decades you talked about family members who sent you the, uh, the Greek for the translation. Your three-and-a-half-year-old daughter that you left as you went into the prison. Who was outside and those relationships that were key to you to keep you sort of hopeful that outside still existed? Um, my parents my parents visited me faithfully. And my the way my mother puts it now is, you know, Linda, I was not happy about why you went to prison, but I've never been ashamed of who you are. And that's, that's pretty huge to yeah, hear. Yeah, sure like is. Yeah. And then I had this amazing, um, amazing African-American woman who came in as a religious volunteer to visit me and became my mentor and patron. And she's the one who connected me to Fuller Seminary and became family. And I mean, family enough that she had Christmas. 
uh, the three people who most often visited me in prison, my mother, my friend Helen, and my friend Yeka, all three of them sat at my Christmas dinner table this year. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Linda, you must sit yeah. back and think, what a life I've had. I mean, it's just amazing to think of of the changes in who you are. But at the same time, I'm sure there's a lot of scars from that life. Um, and you're right. There are times my head just spins. I'm in therapy. I get post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. things happening from the years in prison. There's this one certain tone that will make your knees buckle because you know it means you're supposed to sit in the ground because there's an emergency. (laughs) And it's also the same tone that they use sometimes at elementary school. So you'd be walking down the sidewalk. That can be a little amusing, um, wanting to just sit down on the sidewalk. But, um, but then, God saw me through every single day, and he's given me this life, and I don't understand it. I know I certainly don't deserve it, but God's mercy is there for all of us. And I also believe part of the reason I had so many times that I was found suitable for parole and then didn't was that God was allowing me to gain more and more voice so I can speak for the sisters I've left behind and speak to how can we fix things? How can we do better prison ministry or better yet? How can we do better society so that we don't have to put so many people in prison maybe? Yes. You know? Well, you Those speak well. Well, you're, you're, you're eloquent in your speech and your storytelling, so thank you. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to share God's love with my brothers and sisters everywhere. That's Linda Barkman. Linda's story in this month's Christianity Today, Prison Was My First Pulpit. At Accurate Solutions Group, we do financial and retirement planning, and we think of ourselves as servant leaders. We've been at this for almost three decades now. We know how to identify issues and find solutions that work, but we believe we're also charged to be faithful stewards for our clients. Ethan and I hold to the fiduciary standard in our investment practice. That means every bit of advice, every recommendation must be in our client's best interest, period, end of story. So we put together retirement blueprint solutions that help people retire with confidence, clarity, and independence. We'd love to talk to you. It's never too late. It's never too early. Just call Accurate Solutions Group, 412-515-3555, 412-515-3555, or visit ASGRetire.com. I'm Kurt Kinetic. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Brr, isn't it chilly? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, snuggling up to a nice, warm bowl of homemade soup. Winter on our farm means my brother Sam and his guys are trying to stay warm as they feed all the groups of cows, calves, and heifers out in the elements, milk the 100-cow herd twice a day, and handle all that comes with a working dairy 
Dairy Farm, no matter what the weather is. Winter at the Springhouse Store means a little slower pace, so it's a great time for our cooks to try out new main dishes, new sides, and new soup recipes like the one I'm enjoying, vegetarian chili. The bakers are even getting in on the act and trying new desserts, too, like chocolate cherry cordial. Stop by for lunch or supper and see what new creations they've come up with today. Good old-fashioned cooking featuring all-natural, farm-fresh ingredients and lots of TLC. The Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. 101.5 WORD. With more fun for your family. Always fun. It's Word FM Family Skate Night at Neville Roller Drone. It's really fun. We're taking over the roller rink and bringing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music along for you to skate to. My whole family loves it. My kids love it. Isn't it great? We'll have great prize giveaways, too. Bring your roller skates if you've got them or rent a pair there. It's fun for your church group, youth organization, or your whole family. The kids love it, and so do we. Word FM Skate Night at Neville Roller Drome, Neville Island, later tonight from 6.30 till 9. Let's go have fun. Get details and directions at wordfm.com slash skate. Orphan children in Kenya and right here in the United States are in desperate need. You can help rescue orphans today by giving to the Global Orphan Care Fund. Your support will give a child the chance to find a loving, secure, and forever home through the Mully Children's Family in Kenya and through Focus on the Family's Adoption and Orphan Care Program and Wait No More Adoption Conferences. It takes just $50 to help a child find a forever home. Go to FocusOnTheFamily.com slash OrphanCare to find out more. Oh, excuse me. I have to get this text. It's my son. He texts H-Y-D. That means, how's your day? G-R-A-T-P-F-Y. That means I'm great and praying for him. We used to be really close when he was in high school. After that, not so much. Until I learned to text. I-L-Y means I love you. Conversation. Make the effort and keep your family close. For communication tips, visit Facebook.com slash Make Every Day Count. Cloudy with intermittent rain tonight. A gusty southerly breeze causes temperatures to rise toward 50. We'll have clouds and breaks. The sun tomorrow becoming windy, mild with a high 54. Shower and locally gusty thunderstorm around in the afternoon. Any storm can cause small hail. Brisk and colder tomorrow night. Mainly cloudy with rain showers turning to snow showers. Low near 30. Windy and cold with flurries Wednesday. Temperatures fall to the mid-20s. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. The other night, my wife said to me, want to go to the movies? And I was like, yeah, sure. So um, somebody had given us a gift card for AMC. So that was our our, our theater of choice because we wanted to go to see a free movie. So she was reading down. I was going, nope, nope, nope. And, and, and part of that uh, litany of uh, titles she was uh, reciting, one of the uh, features was a film called – it's a film called Vice, which is the story of Dick Cheney. And I've seen the um, – Seen the trailer in theaters probably four or five times because, of course, every time you go see a movie, they tend to run the same trailers. And I was like, uh, I really don't care to see that film. I just not. I mean, it's, it looks to me like a hatchet job. So I, I skipped it. But then last night at the Academy Awards, no, lo and behold, Golden Globe Awards. I mean, go, yeah, the Golden Globes, lo and behold, Christian Bale, uh, Batman, and among, among many other excellent roles, he won the Golden Globe for best actor in a film. For Vice, I still don't want to go see it. But here's Christian Bale at the acceptance speech for the Golden Globes. What do you think? Mitch McConnell next. That could be good, wouldn't it? Um, uh, 
Thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. Okay. That's exactly why I have zero interest in ever seeing this film because I already know what it is. Right. It's a total slam piece on Dick Cheney because the Hollywood leftist establishment has decided that they are morally superior to any conservative whatsoever and they will do whatever they have to do and tell a story whatever way they have to tell it to make them look as bad as possible listen i don't have any love i don't have any love for dick cheney i don't know dick cheney i'm not a big fan whatever i just i'm so sick and tired of that ridiculously old tripe that comes out of hollywood and I really am. More than anything, I mean, how, how often do you hear, you know, Satan getting a shout out and people laughing about it? I mean, I, I get it. You know, it's the Hollywood elite. Ha ha. You know, aren't we hip and fresh and young and top of the world, all that. But, but believe me, I, I believe it's very dangerous ground when you're giving a shout out to Satan no on kidding. national television. No I mean, kidding. It's, it's a lot of darkness there. Just last month, uh, he was asked about playing Dick Cheney. Christian Bale was. Yeah. And uh, he said this. He was a wonderful family man. He's a great dad. He's an avid reader. He has a brain like a vice, and he constantly reads history. He was very laid back. He would have been very happy to be a lineman in Wyoming if he hadn't met Lynn, who said to him, no, that doesn't cut it. You need some ambition. What would have been if they hadn't met? Now, how do you get from that statement to He's Satan. that I had to study Satan to get inspiration to play the role? I mean, I think that's just somebody who's up in front of a group of people and loses control of what he's saying. Pretty much. Well, because you're playing to the crowd. So so he gets a laugh. I hope it's worth it. Right. So then Vice President Cheney's daughter, Representative Liz Cheney, she blasted Christian Bale for smashing her father and linking her father to Satan. Right, because remember the Christian Bale story? I don't know how many years ago it was. He was arrested. He was accused of abusing his sister and his mother. 2008, um, his sister uh, and his mother uh, told police in London that Christian Bale assaulted them at his hotel suite in the Dorchester Hotel. After he was released, the sister said, well, he verbally assaulted us so I then you know liz cheney said yeah well there's a little satan in you because right, this so, okay. so it becomes this so that thing. doesn't help no doesn't. i mean i appreciate her wanting to defend her dad but that doesn't help right but then the, of course then so on the subject of satan then the so-called church of satan they chime in and they say quote to us Satan is a symbol of pride, liberty, and oh, individualism. Yeah, that, for sure. That's and how it, everyone thinks of him. Yeah, and it serves as an external metaphorical projection of our highest personal potential. Oh, yeah. Isn't Are you kidding great? me? I mean, listen. I mean, people, we have lost our, our minds. minds. Just, Sweet Jesus, be with I mean, us in our wickedness, in our darkness, in our despair, and the ugliness of our souls. Good golly, Lord, be with us. Oh. How many times, though, you know, as 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 pathetic as that comment is, and I've I don't think I can say any more about how I have just will never see that film. But how many of us have gone for a laugh and said the wrong thing? I mean, I've done it over and over and over again in my life. So as much as I dislike what he said, I'm not going to you know poke a finger or point a finger at Christian Bale because I've made that same mistake. I've said the wrong thing when I shouldn't have. It's very nice. It's very generous of you. Just saying it's true. I appreciate it. (laughs) We'll take a break. Come back. Stay with us.
The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My husband and I wanted to buy a new car, and we don't have very good credit rating, so the bank recommended Trinity, so we called them. And the people were very nice. They told us the best solution for our problems. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. Trinity consolidated our bills, got us a lower interest rate, and a much better monthly payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We feel much better now. Things are going pretty well. And since we've been with Trinity, our credit rating has really improved. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Ann, and we're debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply. And you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. My oldest son is a junior at Grove City College, and throughout his high school and up until this year, his academic career has been really strong. He really hasn't had to to falter. He hasn't faltered along that way. However, this year, and especially in one class, he had himself a heck of a time. So what I suggested and what he followed through with was to talk to his professor, and the professor, in his great kindness and generosity at Grove City, set aside at least four to five different sessions outside of class. My son said they lasted about 45 minutes each. And here's the cool thing. Before the sessions got underway, the two of them sat together, teacher and student, they prayed. Now, I love that. And I don't know where that comes from, you know, from another perspective. But at Grove City, truly, when they talk about Christ being in everything, I believe it. I've seen it. My son knows it. Christ is in everything. You know, and that's the thing. You know, at this point in the year, your semester's over, right? And you have done your thing. There's a break here. Whatever, well, whatever your class is, right? You're, you're done, right? So now's the time when you are evaluating, how did I do? And next semester, how can I do a better job? Right. Right? I'll how, make the adjustment. How can I make the adjustment? But if you don't have someone who's outside of you, of you sit down with you and help you through that, then you're really left to your own devices and it's just self-analysis. And we know from each one of us that that's not always the best, no. you know, judge of, of where you are. Having that outside voice, someone who's older, someone who's wiser, someone who believes in the same God you believe in to come alongside and say, I'm taking my own free time to help you with this. That's invaluable. It sure is. Look, that's the kind of thing that you can expect if you go or your kids go to Grove City College. You want more information about Grove City? Look now, gcc.edu. 
Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership. But not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club, you save as much as half. That's right, 50% on gift certificates and items from local restaurants, health services, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com slash shopping. And I'll see you at the club. Thank you. At Grace Wellness Center, our philosophy is that we are called to thrive. We're always called to something bigger, something more. God is calling us, Aki. God is calling us. And you know what? I'm so looking forward to how we'll be able to bless others. I'm going to say this. This show has been such a blessing to me. You know my wife and kids will only listen to me if my voice is coming out of the radio. <laughs> is that right? That's right. That's awesome. I can't Maybe wait. some other people will listen to us. Called to Thrive is right here on Word FM every Saturday at 930. Check us out. Join us. Strange holiday yesterday. Strange holiday? You yeah. mean the uh, day that the Steelers were not in the playoffs? Oh, fine. Bring up a sensitive subject. Hey, 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 hey. hey did you? I watched great football. I watched. Holy smokes! Did you zero. see that? Phil? You're kidding me. I didn't watch any football. Yet. I watched I all four games. I watched what? all four games. You watched all four, start to finish. I could every single game. It pains me to watch. Oh, you should get over it. It pains me because football is a great sport. Listen, that. That game last night between Philadelphia and Chicago was one for oh. the ages. What a game. No, wait a second. You see Nick that? Foles, I cannot believe he's going to take the Eagles. He could take the Eagles to the Super Bowl again. After being so horrible all season well, long. Well, he didn't play because he's second-string quarterback. Yeah. Okay, wait. But the kicker for the Bears is getting a lot of heat today. Well, Cody Parker? Because he didn't win the game. Well, but no, he got heat because after he missed the field the uh, the field goal, mm-hmm. he pointed up towards God, to God. And people are like, hey, man, why would you point up towards God if you're missing the field goal? Because well, God only makes field goals? Well, that, listen, that's we, out there online. That's, that's weird. the narrative. That's weird. You know. Listen, I don't know if, like, the field goal was blocked. That That was not clear at the time but since then it, you can you see can it see in the video it. Yeah, i went back and, and watched it today look i think philadelphia won that game i don't think chicago lost it I, th- I mean they went down the field that was such a tremendous drive that went all the way down they were they had first and goal inside the th- three yard line maybe didn't make it on first down didn't make it on set down good it's fourth down this is their last chance otherwise they're going the home they yeah. are going home and nick Foles throws that ball into the end zone and they score a touchdown that's how they win yeah. it was oh my gosh what a great i'm sorry Mr. boy when football's played well it is such a great game anyway so i don't know why'd you get me talking about football uh, because I said uh, yesterday was a holiday. Oh, Steelers no, no, not it's not the playoffs. holiday I was talking about. Okay. No, uh, yesterday was dating Sunday. <laughs> That's even worse than the yeah, Steelers. It's the playoffs. busiest day of the year for online dating. Did you know? I had no Me idea. Me neither. Now, so wait, 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 wait. So what is, define online dating. What do you mean by that? People. Well, whatever your what, dating app is. So I mean, I don't even know what the dating go, apps are. doing. It's like cyber dating. It's like you're meeting somebody online, whether it's in a chat room or it's on one of the apps or whatever it is. I see. Okay. And strangely enough, Sunday, January 6th is called Dating Day or Singles Day, and it is the busiest online dating day of the year. Really? According to several Why dating apps and websites. Why? Well, I'm glad you've asked, John. Okay. <laughs> Here's the information. Okay. It's the perfect trifecta, said Julie Spira, who's cyber dating expert and author of a book called, you might want to check this out, Mm. The Perils of Cyber Dating. I'm reading from USA Today. 
You have people recovering from a breakup or who were down during the holidays. You have all those New Year's resolutions and you have the clock ticking down to Valentine's Day. It's the first lonely holiday after New Year's. Sundays also tend to be the busiest day of the week for web dating in general. Really? <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. I, I Yeah. Okay. I see it. So uh, happy dating Sunday for those of you singles out there. All right. Maybe you found your prince or your princess. Or maybe just someone to or, go on a date with yesterday. All right. All right. But you did something fun yesterday. You went to the Pens game. Yeah, I did. So I, yeah. I'm jealous. I didn't even know that was going to happen. No football. Well, I said to my, so my, my boys in college and he said, hey, dad, you know, you're in college. You get like a discount for the Pens tickets. And I was like, oh, how much? So it was like 30 bucks. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll jump on that. You know, so I took him down to uh, the paint, and he got the tickets. He hands me the ticket, and I look at it. It says, blah, 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 SRO. I'm like, wait, wait, our seats are SRO? And, of course, he's 18. He doesn't he's never know what done that SRO. He goes, well, what's SRO? I go, it's standing room only. He goes, oh, oh. So we go to the usher on the top level. Of course, we're in peanut heaven. I go to the... <laughs> Hey, man, uh, I just want to double check. These seats say SRR, SRO. The guy goes to me, Usher is great. He goes, oh, yeah, right here where I'm standing, that's where you're going to be standing. <laughs> so, Did you mind? Not at all. Okay. It was really actually fun because you're in the midst, you're, you know, you're at the top of the aisle, and there's like a little sort of stainless steel shelf, you know, kind of lean against. Mm-hmm. It says seat one, or, you know, one SRO, two SRO. So you had your own defined area. Thank goodness, because you don't want someone bleeding over to your area. Well, the guy was cool because, you know, if anybody would come around, he'd go, hey, hey, sorry, man, you got tickets to this? And the people would go, no, you go, I'm so sorry, you got to go. And he just like shoo shooed people away. He, he was a great guy. His name was Buddy. And uh, he said, I'm 70 years old. This is a terrific retirement job. I love this job. Up and down the steps all day long. I said, how's your balance? Because, you know, that's the first thing. You know, when you get older, your balance gets a little t- trippy. He goes, yeah, I got to be careful about that. I hold on to that railing super tight. He goes, my worst fear is flying down these steps. Of course, you get that. But all day, all all game long, up and down, up and down, up and down, back and forth. I'm just sorry that you didn't get to see a win. I mean, there were nine in a Nine in a row or eight in a row? Mm, eight, Not, in a eight in a row. Yeah. And you saw, why I can't saw we loss. beat Chicago? I don't I can't know. figure out We've what it is. We've lost to Chicago 11 times in a row. Anyway, but the Pens honored their 08-09 Stanley Cup winning team. Very exciting. And the reliving of the third championship in franchise history. Mm-hmm. And I... This is an article I'm reading from the PG by Jason Mackey. I love the photograph in here of all the guys. I went through. It's kind of hard because I printed it out. I'm trying to see how many guys I recognize. A couple people I forgot were on that team, Mike. Yeah. Like Ruslan Fedotenko. Yes. Didn't remember Rus- he was on that team. Ruslan Fedotenko. Of how course. How you that name? Uh, I didn't remember uh, Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. The defenseman. From yeah. that team. Yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. remember him. Um, but everybody else I remembered. Uh, about- how, how about Rob Scuderi? The, yes. The man who saved that. Do you remember him throwing his body in front of Mark yes. andre Fleury? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That last absolute like chaos of shots at the end. Oh, my gosh. gosh. He saved the puck with uh, with his left skate. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just so tr- I've watched that at least 20 times. It's yeah. so fabulous. And then when he came back, we all expected he was going to do something like that again. And then, of course, no, it didn't, didn't quite pan out no. because you can't. Get magic in a, a bottle two times. No. Anyway, Tyler Kennedy there, Craig Adams, mm-hmm. um, Matthew Gar- Gary Roberts, Bo- uh, Bill Guerin, of course, who's around all the time. Billy but, G. Um, 
Anyway, that was just that was such a terrific night. That was the night that um, Beth Moore was speaking here in Pittsburgh, and I had to go. First of all, I love Beth, but second of all, I had to go. It was a station commitment, um, and that was the night that the Pens were playing. You missed the game. You missed the game. I had to li- listen. You're the one who made me go. <laughs> oh, I made you, you go. go? Because, I made you go because you Hold were like on. you were like it's going to be all women. I can't go, and I was like uh, was, I have to see the hockey game. It was Beth Moore. Like they want to see me up there introducing Beth Moore. It's a yins or sin. Oh, what do you mean? I, there was, was no rough. way anyway, I was going to go introduce listen, Beth Moore. But listen, I recorded it, Mike, I and I recorded it on our VCR. <laughs> VCR. I recorded it on our VCR. Did you know they had won? Well, the only we went home and watched it, and I heard people banging pots. Oh, so you know. And I thought that that was a good sign, of course. But yeah, such a good night. That oh, was, it was a, a fabulous, night. It really, fabulous really was. Night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said to my because my boy was with me, and you know that was two thousand nine, right? Yeah. I said to him, "You are nine years old. I mean, he, this kid's eighteen years old. He's seen one succession of championships after another. I mean, when he was a little kid, they had a little parade for the Steelers Super Bowl first victory when he was a kid. Right. I mean, it, we're living in a two thousand nine was a great year, oh, wasn't it, sure it? A was. great year. Yeah, I have really a T-shirt was. to commemorate that year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two thousand nine. Hey, we this our, our anniversary is coming up. In our anniversary is coming up in March. Year. Our ten year anniversary, ten year anniversary coming up in March. Very nice. Yep." All right. A lot of marriages don't make it that long, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here. And thanks to our advertisers for making this happen that and for you for as sure. well as listeners. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Uh... Yeah, we're going to talk about the family of Cecil and David Rosenthal pushing for random acts of kindness. And we may give away a bobblehead. Imagine your business on the first page of a search engine like Google or at the top. What would that do for your bottom line? The answer is at Salem Surround, digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Founded in 1794, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus. Rooted in the Reformed tradition and in relationship with Christ followers from other traditions, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary forms and equips people for ministries familiar and yet to unfold, communities present and yet to be gathered. The seminary offers Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degrees, plus certificates. Financial assistance is available for full and half-time students who qualify. Learn more at pts.edu. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Support the 1.6 million Americans living with these diseases. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I've had this story on my desk for, you know, a week. Oh, it's um, still fresh. It is. No, it is. I, I'm so, I, I kept saying I wanted to talk about it because I love this still idea of random acts of kindness. Um, the family of Cecil and David Rosenthal placed a full-page ad in last Sunday's edition of the Post-Gazette urging people to perform random acts of kindness for strangers. Now, you know those names, and you might know the brothers who died in the mass shooting on October 27th at Tree of Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill. Um, and the, the uh, piece in the paper just says, we are thankful for your support support. 
the entire Rosenthal family wishes to extend our sincerest thanks and gratitude to the Pittsburgh community and around the world for your outpouring of support and kindness. Your thoughts, prayers, and kind gestures have given us the strength to get through this difficult time. Our Cecil and David were proud to call Pittsburgh home. It is our hope that their legacy of love, kindness, and acceptance will continue on in how we live our daily lives. And so at the bottom, it says there's these little coupons that you can cut out. It says, enjoy this random act of kindness. Be committed to making your community a better place and make a stranger's day. Be creative, be passionate, be stronger than hate in memory of David and Cecil Rosenthal. Fabulous. We were um, talking about this like everybody in the city was for a long time. And I think it's important that we continue to reflect on this. We were in Squirrel Hill on Friday night. And, of course, Squirrel Hill, I believe, is still... (sighs) Bruised. Yeah, broken. I mean, jittery, I would say. Uh, But just to walk around Squirrel Hill and to see still, you know, of course, the ubiquitous Stronger Than Hate uh, placards everywhere. And there's uh, chalk drawings in different places uh, talking about Shabbat, you know, the time for Shabbat on a Friday evening. Um, Well, you know, as a lifelong Pittsburgher, we just... You just take Pittsburgh, and especially you took Squirrel Hill for granted. But when that happened, when those 11 people, those poor souls were murdered, it's kind of shocked you back yeah. into reality. And you go, yeah, it is a beautiful place. It is a good neighborhood. These and are wonderful people. And we have to fight to keep it that way. Yes. so It's not going to happen by accident. But that's excellent. The random acts of kindness. Yep. Cecil, of 59, and David, 54. Nice. Both killed that day at Tree of Life. Hey, um, listen, as we leave the air, you should know that uh, we are podcasting, johnandkathyshow.com. You can find us on iTunes. Yes. You do a simple search. You can register for the whole feed. Mm-hmm. Our, we're also on Instagram. Oh, what about what about skates tonight? Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, are we skating tonight? Oh, yeah. Kenny Woods is skating tonight. I'm not skating tonight. Because oh, well, you're Neville you, Island Roller Dome. Yeah. Drome, I should say. 6.30 to 9 o'clock. So if you're a roller skater, get out there and say hey to Kenny. Emissions, 7 bucks, $3 for skate rentals. WordFM.com is the uh, place to go for all the, the details. Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.